Paul said, it should be less about alcoholism, but this is labeled more about alcoholism. It, uh, the very last paragraph, very bottom of the page 42, it says, quite as important was the discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems. I have since been brought into a way of living infinitely more satisfying and I hope more useful than the life I lived before. My old manner of life was by no means a bad one, but I would not exchange its best moments for the worst I have now. I would not go back to it, even if I could. And with that, I'm gonna let Paul talk about what he's gonna talk about, thanks. Thanks, Kerry. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, yeah, quite as important was the discovery that spiritual principles would solve all my problems. How did that happen? By practicing the principles in all our affairs. And if you can't, in all your affairs, limit your affairs, and then that will keep expanding. So it will move towards practicing these principles in all these all of our affairs. <clears throat> that spiritual principles would solve all my problems. That's a pretty powerful statement. I have since been brought into a way of living infinitely more satisfying. So the person obviously is, they're describing the effects of following these suggestions and this way of life. Uh, living more satisfying, I hope most useful than the life I lived before. My old manner of life was by no means a bad one, but I would not exchange its best moments for the worst I have now. I would, no go, I would not go back to it even if I could. Uh, yeah. We used to hear this a lot at meetings, which is uh, the idea that the worst day of my recovery was better than the best day of using. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Unless you were doing bad stuff. I don't know. <laughs> so, but uh, everything else, yeah. So practice these principles in all our affairs. What we're attempting, what we're doing here is just sharing one member's view about the exact nature of the wrong. That's fundamental. And uh, if it works for you, it'll bring about a traveling lighter through this way of life, of recovery. Yeah. And what more do you want? What greater assistance? to a way of life than that which would allow more traveling lighter. So I feel uh, the exact nature of the wrong is sort of vague in the presentation in the book, uh, not because it's not mentioned, it's mentioned clearly, but they, they fluctuate from one view to another view, which is, Self is, has defeated us or we're the source of all our problems. I mean, it's 
So there can be a sort of a confusing if you try to see a continuity in the book. If you see the book as a set of downloads, really, and there's certain different nuggets that don't have the same flavor of the rest of the book, but are profoundly uh, uh, invitational to a to something new. Yeah, like the problem doesn't exist for us. I feel that establishes when you see the problem doesn't exist as us, which is seeing the root of the problem, which is the act of being identified as self, something that you're not doing, but is being is is happening through the mental processes. See, the idea of the mental process is that you're someone that chooses everything that's ever been done through you. I do not believe that. I believe that we're driven, we're compelled, we make decisions based on self that put us in uh, later put us in positions to be hurt. All of that stuff, I that seems to be uh, aligned with uh, the recognitions that have occurred. The idea that I manufacture my own misery, I don't believe in that. I believe we manufacture a lot of stuff. And what we manufacture is going to be based on who's running the factory, so to speak. And uh, we have, they come up with only two employees. Hopefully one is the old employer. And now we're in the new employer stage, which is trusting the infinite rather than finite self. And how do you know you're trusting the infinite when you're not trusting finite self? That's a pretty good indication. Yeah. <laughs> how does that look? Well, when the thoughts that you used to just take to be like CNN broadcast, you now have a suspicion that they could be false evidence. Yeah. <laughs> That's the faith has moved from trusting the finite into trusting the infinite. Yeah. So how I feel you recognize the trusting in the infinite is by the weakening of the trusting the finite. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you trust finite self? Well, the faith in the thoughts seem to be so powerful that thoughts about next week can override my experience today, which is mind-boggling to me. Yeah, truly. So uh, the mental state is the magician and its wand is the thought system. And it keeps telling us uh, there was a rabbit in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah this is uh more about alcoholism like i always say i hope it's less about alcoholism now uh hmm. all right kerry yeah all right um who wants to ask a question or just comment or share? Just go ahead and unmute and go for it. Hey, I am an alcoholic and my name is Giselle. Hi, everyone. You know, Hello. I read something this morning that I received in um, a meditation from uh, someone's interpretation of the 24 hour book. And it talks about this. My worst day sober is better than my best day drinking. Um, 
you know, I can't agree with that either. <laughs> you know, if I, if I, if, if I'm, I am seeing it from the perspective of my feelings, um, which I try to disregard today, because if I live on how I feel best, then myself will take over. You know, if I try to serve God and practice these principles, then I have more purpose in my life. And that helps me to feel better as a result. And that day is better than any day that I had drinking. Um, so I agree with what you're saying, Paul, definitely. Um, it's a better way of looking at things, you know, because um, it was my solution for so many years. And all I tried to do was get back to that first hit, that first buzz that was so wonderful and I could never get back there. That's all I have to say. Well, thank you, yes. Uh, this idea of feeling uh, at a certain point, of in doing drugs, doing uh, cocaine, I was bereft of feeling unless I did cocaine, which is an amazing uh, result <laughs> of addiction. I didn't feel shit unless I got high. So what happened is I'd run into incredible situations that would convince me thoroughly that I have to stop I would make a vow and I would stop for two or three days and I felt like I was flatlining. I just didn't feel anything. And then I would go back to the drugs because I had become bereft of feeling really from trying to feel a certain way or really it was trying not to feel a certain way. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, <laughs> you're wanting to feel a certain way driven by the idea of self leads you to not feeling at all which is a pretty bad solution i would say yeah <laughs> if i don't feel this one way i don't feel at all that's a pretty bad solution it's not the one i was looking for when i seemed to start so all i wanted was an escape from what uh of what i thought was a permanent condition which is paul so uh yeah feelings aren't facts as they say yeah and you have to realize people th sometimes think they're feeling excited but they think it's anxiety the feelings are noted it's the it's the description and the name given to them that can be way off yes because the head is really a reaction to what's happening. Yeah. And it doesn't have an, really any clear idea what's happening. So it replaces it with a story or an interpretation. And if you're moved into that condition 
life gets super dry because you're living an interpretation. And at that point, you need to jump off a bridge with a bungee cord or shoot some coke in the neck or something because you're fucking really like in a vertical coffin, so to speak. You're yeah, rolling, got there. Got there. rolling alive, but uh, it's not the emptiness they talk about Buddhism. It's the emptiness as an extreme uh, opposite of any kind of fullness. Yeah, it's a drag. So at that point, you're apt to do almost anything, which that yeah. was the case. So, yeah. So yeah, uh, I lived 20 years sober in the bedevilments. The bedevilments? Because I, I didn't work the steps. I didn't do anything. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's so many warnings about what not to do, but what we're listening to doesn't heed most of the warnings. I really feel we need to get to the exact nature of the wrong because what is telling me it's hearing what's going on is not me, yeah? It's something that talks as me to me, but not as me, yes? And so, this uh and then this incredible defense about my anything my life and all this ownership uh, i mean if it really produced the goods it would be great because it's thinking about itself all day it'll constantly go back to looking at everything and how it pertains to itself it would be fantastic then, because then it would be constantly working, but it doesn't, it just doesn't work. We're left with a vague, but very, very powerful feeling of irritability, restlessness, and discontentment, yes? And so every time we reach our goal, there's an unhappiness that meets us, yeah? Because it's not, yeah? So, after a while, there's a knowing it's not working, but at that point, the slavery has kicked in. And now you don't know any better, in a way. You're blocked out from all possibilities, and you truly believe that a seemingly hopeless case of mind and body is hopeless case of mind and body. So fuck it, yeah? Basically, and so, you know, you're in that cocoon, never, a, never, you know, it's, you're never going to be the butterfly. You're just going to be in that cocoon. And uh, people lose all hope. And then, you know, a lot of people, when they kill themselves, they shoot themselves in the head because they're trying to get relief from that voice that's talking to them as them. If they could hear the message that it's not you, then a possibility of being free from it would become available. And maybe if you're in recovery, it would play itself out through recovery. You would learn and start experiencing being free from that bondage of self. Now, other people's way of life, they'd feel free from that bondage of self in other ways, or there would be other things they were doing or living as. But here we are in recovery, and recovery produces that condition, not produces it. It diminishes the other conditions that is that are that are actually hiding the unsuspecting inner resource. 
the inner resource is there. It's just unsuspected, especially when we're looking through self. So the spiritual awakening is having that prior condition of spirit becoming stabilized with and in the habit of overriding the mental condition where the alcoholism resides. So it's a diminishing of the mental condition, not an enlarging of the spirit's condition. The spirit has no bounds. It's not, it's not small and it needs to get large. It is, yeah? But it, could, it can be seen as inked to us, especially in the bondage of self. So perhaps there's a better way. What is it? Trusting the infinite rather than finite self. So can you tell the truth about trusting the infinite or can you feel the truth about trusting the infinite? Why not tell the truth about trusting finite self? You can do that. Yeah, and you can bring that to step, step six and seven. Yeah, because the gold is there. It's just misshapen. It's been put to a different use. Get it recycled and now that which used to enslave you to a day of yesterday and tomorrow will enrich your day now that's it yeah so why not get clear about the exact nature of the wrong which is a misidentification as something that we're not yeah this is i'm talking from my own experience all my possibilities of being free were contained and confined in the bondage of self. I was trying to be free as self when the freedom is from self. Yeah. And as soon as I was seen or I saw it as foreign, and maybe you'll see it by entertaining it. Now, I saw it as foreign and then I started to entertain it. Yeah. But you can entertain it and then you'll see it as foreign. This is, the, this is the message of, of understanding. But I saw it, and then I entertained it. As soon as I saw self was foreign to me, I, could, I entertained the possibility I can be free from it. It wasn't available until I saw it as foreign. I'm just sharing my own little, let's say, evolution here in time and space. I don't know how it will work for you, but I believe it could work for you this way. I have great faith in the message. So, you know, to hang out in a platform for three years, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, I have great faith in this message that it will afford you a traveling lighter that at this point hasn't been available. Yeah, because of this one little whack, we're taking ourselves to be something that we're not. And that we, what we are could be taken by spirit. Yeah. That which we are could be taken by the spirit and used, and we'd be the better off for it, and others would also. It would be a win-win situation. You wouldn't be traveling lighter at the expense of someone else. You would be traveling lighter joining others in that event. Yeah. So this is why we're here. The steps, people are great at the steps. They can explain every meaning and sentence in the book. But where's the diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong? Yeah. It's expressed in page 64 brilliantly. 
Did Bill W. hold on to that idea? Probably not. But did, I, did that idea come through him and others? Yes, it did. And it planted itself on page 64. And in a very concise manner, it says being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Yes? Are you on board or not? Yeah. Are you on board with that or not? Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. I truly believe we're in the us camp and then there's some mental activity I, I call selfing. Let's call it self, the culmination of it. This vague thing self has defeated us and you can clarify the vagueness by seeing the manifestations in your own life of self. Yeah. So you want a magnifying glass and see self recognize a resentment isn't yours. You'll have a magnifying glass. Yeah. Give unto Caesars what Caesars. We've been defeated by self's manifestations by calling them ours. Yeah. That is the proposition we're putting out here. If you don't agree with it, great. If you agree with it, come aboard, you know. That's it. Here's the launching point, page 64. Being convinced, that's a requirement. You can say you are, and that's good enough. Being convinced, meaning believing with certainty that self, something other than us, has defeated us through its manifestations. We'll now look at com its common manifestations, some of them. Resentment is the next paragraph. How can you get lost from self's manifestations and resentment as a manifestation of self. It's there's a period and then the next word is resentment. I mean, how can you get lost between that period and resentment? How can the old understanding come in and calling it yours? How? It's just was it was just negated by that sentence. There's a period, a little white gap, and then the word resentment starts. How do we get lost and keep calling it my resentment? How? There's not much room there. Self's manifestations, resentment, my resentment. No, <laughs> self's manifestation, resentment. Resentment is a manifestation of self. You're onto something, yes? So how does self defeat me through its manifestations? Let's look at its, some of its common ones. What are they? Fear, resentment, harming other people in the pursuit of what we want. Yeah? Three things. All right, let's do an inventory. Instead of holding them as my resentment, the my is suspiciously, let's say, withheld. I'm not saying it can't be attached later, but just withhold it in this little exercise, resentment, fear, harms done to others, not my harms, not my fear, not my resentment. Why? Because they are manifestations of self that has defeated us. I don't see how it, you know, that's it. That's the point. All, everything else is amplification, verification, demonstration. But if you see this, 
See where it takes you, yeah? Because who wants to be wedded to the effects of self-manifestations 35 years later in recovery? Who wants to still be wedded to that? The ring, there isn't a ring, it's called my. My resentment, my fear. You're wedded to self. Perhaps there's a better way. What? Trusting in the infinite rather than finite self. And then we can easily tell the truth about the infinite's manifestations in our life. We have tons of gratitude. We have humility. We're not owning any of it. We believe something is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. How can that not be applied to the old employer? And seen as something did through me, shit I would never do by myself. But there's no application of that. There's a huge application of the gratitude for all the effects of the program, but we don't pin, we don't pin the accountability onto the right fucking suspect. We keep calling them ours. So the bondage of self, even though the act of defeat is over, we're in. We keep mimicking and, and playing it out now. Now, something that a manifestation of self caused 35 years ago is still sitting here producing guilt and shame? All this shit that you don't like comes over the bridge of my see that they're not yours and that distribution line will be cut off. You'll freaking lose interest in the past. Not, because, not as a Herculean uh, event, it will drop off. Drop off like skin that got too old. It will just fall off. You don't have to put moisturizer on it. You don't have to look at it every day. You now have faith in the process because it's demonstrated the effects. Yeah. And then, yeah, resentments come and go, but they never fucking move into the house by calling them my resentment. Yes. That's what we're here. I didn't hear this in AA. I didn't hear it in the community. And I was in a very large community of San Francisco. That's what we're putting out here because I, some of us haven't heard it. And maybe this will work for you. Yeah? No. What's going to work for you? If you want to stop drinking, there's everything there to stop drinking. We're talking about truly enjoying the state of never starting again. So when I did do this, I can't hear. I can't hear any. What is that? Who is that? That that was Kerry. He was unmuted. I muted him. Well, put him on. I just couldn't. I didn't know who he was. Where he was. No, continue with your thought. Oh, that no, was that's Kerry. it. That's oh. it. The riff is out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you for waiting, Chris. Come on in. Hey, hey, Paul. Uh, super appreciate you yelling at me all the time. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to ask 
I wanted to ask a question and also just a small share. The small share is a couple, I think it was a few days ago, maybe it was last week, you were talking to some guy named Phil. So, but I'm going to use my name instead of his name for what you said to him. And you said, Phil's not on the, and I said, Chris, Chris is not on the ride. Chris is the ride. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> but I wasn't talking to Phil, nor am I talking to Chris. It yeah. It's out as a conversation. It goes somewhere else quickly because mm. Chris is not the target of the message. Yeah. My, Phil my, is my, not the target of the message. I know. I, 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 yeah, I, I do. My, my, my question is earlier on today's topic, you were talking about, and I think you said this actually last night as well, that we, we know, how do we know that we're having faith in the infinite? It's that we're not having faith in the finite. And uh, I just, just wanted to know if that, sometimes it's, uh, lots of times where the, the finite proves its uselessness. Uh, it pr proves that it's not worthy of having faith in it. And then I don't have faith in it. But it kind of goes back and forth. So I'm just wondering, is is that like how things kind of unfold? It's not like all at once. It's like no more faith in the finite. It can be like both. The, it can be both and it can be neither. But usually it is there's a loss of faith in the finite. And then the, the entanglement with the self gets less, less volume and less length though it's going to be very very rare to ever say it to you but yeah so when it seems like th there are times when it's I, well what happens is i i i seem i see this process of having faith in the final self in a specific habitual way and then it but then it comes up and then i don't have faith in it anymore in that particular way well, when you come, when you come, when you become aware again, bring it that to six and seven. Okay. Yeah, if you saw it and it seemed to go, you know, pouncing around on you, then when it seems to stop, bring it as soon as you can to step six and seven, because now you have its footprints on your chest and shit. You should be able to recognize it. Bring yeah, it to exactly. Six and ask that power to re to reconfigure it yes this is called okay. reliance on the infinite through That's the what I'm through the 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 principles of recovery this is it yes that's what i'm trying to figure out because there are times when the finite self says it's same old the, the greatest hits as you call them and then maybe one of those greatest hits i is suddenly seen through and it's laughable and I just want to know, you know, how to kind of make the most of that realization. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Let's just enjoy the laughing as if it's <laughs> the first and last thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that will go much farther than trying to galvanize your understanding. Yeah, I get that. The laughing will take you a lot farther than studying shit. Yeah, I do find myself spontaneously laughing as if it's this other person yeah, there or you go. Pet, that's pet or something. 
you've completed the mission. Okay. That's, that's that which you've taken seriously, you're now laughing. That's the yeah. mission. Yes. There are times when it's just it it says it overplays its hand or just says quite the wrong thing at the wrong time. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Now it's you see its thumbing thumb sticking out a lot more. It's always yeah. it isn't that slick. It's no. almost we're in a trance that has us. Uh, falling for it just habitually. So it's actually, in a way, got quite lazy. It hasn't come up with yeah. that many new, uh, <laughs> new stories. It's so, like one of those one of those artists that gets so famous and well-known that they can put out, no matter what they put out, oh my God, it's the greatest work of art. We never question. And so it, it sometimes seems to just fall flat on its face. And it is actually really funny. I would admit, at that moment, I would pray and, and worship at that temple at that moment. Just okay. honor the demonstration of perhaps there's a better way and there'll mm. be more seeing the better way, yes. That's right. Thanks a lot, Paul. The audience needs to clap, yes? We need to honor the fucking shit. Instead okay. of going right back to the same old, but it didn't last or whatever, yeah? yeah. We have to take a second and just honor that demonstration because the head will forget a miracle in 20 minutes and yet yeah. just fucking constantly obsess over a seeming slight of 40 years ago. So you yeah. have to, in a weird way, it's like training a puppy. You have to train it in a sense. Yeah. To say, you know, you're a good girl. You're a good girl. You got to sort of honor these demonstrations of, of the better way. Okay. We'll do. I mean, it, after a while, the honoring and the gratitude will become a, a staple in your life. But in the beginning, it's important to, to, uh, to strengthen that. That's why we do gratitude lists. Most people don't do gratitude lists after 30 years because by then they have an attitude of gratitude. It's in the beginning because the head, like for me, anytime anything ever worked out in the first few years of AA, I would always say, thank you, God, that was more than enough because my head would always want to leave there and go for more, yes? So I never really uh, appreciated anything. And so I needed it needed to be trained. And so it, like it's like paper trained. And how I, how it happened here was when anything happened, I would say, thank you, God, that was more than enough, yes? That's and really helpful. For Thank years, you. And then one day I'd stop doing it. Not like I thought I stopped. I just didn't start doing it again because yeah. something got established that wasn't available yet. And this is what happens here. You sincerely take this position and then you get established in the position. So sincerely taking the position and you're seemingly, seemingly envious and greedy, you do these gratitude lists. And then the program, actually the higher power, gets you established in a new condition where maybe you don't have to do a list of gratitude because you're seeing things from gratitude. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's sincerely and then established. This seems to be a process. So yes, what you what what you do or not do is different when it's established than when you're in the state of sincerely. All right. Thank you. Yeah, that's real. That's really, really helpful.
Thank you so much. Yeah, and don't worry. This idea that it's not you, you don't have to, the mental state will use it as, well, there's nothing I need to do. No, if you're yeah. feeling hot and you see the flames, get a pail of fucking water. Yeah, don't say there is no house and there's no fire. No, just get the water, put it out. Here's the thing, I've, you know, I've spent a lifetime with uh, skillful means of dealing with the bad stuff. Then when I have the little, a little, a little revelation moment. I, I didn't know what to do with it. That's what I was asking, and you, you answered that really well. Right, because gra gra gratitude has never been meaningful to me. I've, I, I understand it like as a psychological exercise, but when you said that, <laughs> thank you, God, that's enough for an hour. <laughs> that's that's a really yes, beautiful thank it you. It was needed because I my head didn't. Uh, value what was going on it valued wanting it to be more and, and, so and it also that dog, and, that dog kept pissing on the rug it needed some training and that's part of the program the action figure gets trained yeah it prevents the it prevents the claiming as well well of course it's not, it's not like i guess this is because i you know helped out at the soup kitchen yesterday that i'm getting this i made this happen or something it's more like no <laughs> just thank you yeah it's just that's all it is it's gratitude and then you'll have the eyes you know the, there's a lot of things to be grateful for throughout a day and then you'll start seeing them without trying to use them as a skillful means you'll just be grateful and yeah. uh fuck yeah this isn't rocket science i know is it <laughs> this is uh Rocket science is easier. <laughs> feeling, when you when there's this feeling of contentment and satisfaction, it travels through the system. It does. Yeah. It, it reverberates. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. Re really appreciate it, Paul and uh, and everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Emerson would like to ask a question. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hello everyone. Uh, Paul, good to see everyone. Here's my question. Um, so I have difficulty determining whether I'm trusting the finite or the infinite. It appears at times to come from the same voice. It appears to um, kind of give me the same bodily sensations. And sometimes the difference between the finite and the infinite is really subtle and um it's not like you know black or white it's kind of gray sometimes so if, if you could speak on that that would be it would be greatly appreciated well again over time it will become clearer and clearer they describe that in the big book where they say people get this idea of the third step and they may come to wild conclusions concerning it but of course they're going to outgrow these mistakes yes yeah. Yes. So yes. You start more discernment about the flow that's producing the effects. It just comes, it's a natural part of this process. To me, recovery progresses. Like we always was taught in, the, in our community here that the disease progresses, like it's doing 
uh, push-ups in the parking lot or something. But recovery progresses also. Recovery progresses from sincerely to established. Yeah? And therefore, how you're looking at it from sincerely is maybe through the lens of hope and a possibility and just maybe when you're established, that's faith. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a demonstration. You have faith in the process. Okay. This is what's happening. You usually don't start at the established position. You start at a sincere position in recovery when you're leaving one system and you're attempting to uh, pledge allegiance to another system. Yeah, that would have a lot of that movement is based on willingness and sincerity. And, you know, but then the establishment is different. It has different, it beckons different behaviors and responses. Yeah. And so if you think you're somewhere we are not, life is probably going to inform you that you are mistaken. Yeah, that's the beauty. <laughs> Huh? And therefore you learn, and this is what's so beautiful about AA, because we're a bunch of, you know, fucking assholes, all of us. So you've got a lot of liberty to try shit here that you wouldn't do based on your facial pride out there. So you can make an ass of yourself and you can grow through that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to learn? You got to put it, you know, you got to put it to the test, show up. Is there, this is what happened with me, okay? Before, I wouldn't make a move unless it was promised, unless there was going to be yeah. a stare. Now I put my foot out and then the stare appears. Yes? Different, completely different. Before, I'm not going to make a move unless yes. I know there's a stare. Now, I, my foot comes out and there's a stair appears, you know, S-T-A-I-R, a step appears, yeah? That's how, and over the years, that's been verified hundreds of fucking times. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a new basis, right? Having everything planned and controlled and then make a move or making a move and believing you're going to be taken care of. Very different. One is trusting the infinite. One is trusting finite self. Yeah. This is what happens. There's more and more clarity occurs about what. Yes. When you were talking, it, it, it just had literally shot through me that um, there are times I'm scared to make a mistake. So I don't do anything yeah. rather than just let's see what happens and learn from it. So and exactly. And if you don't want to make a mistake, you don't want to do anything fine, too. It doesn't mean what your head says it means. This is terrible. No, it isn't. Yeah. In the light of the spirit, you're accepted with all your little sores and fucking defects okay. of quote unquote character. It's we're the ones who have all the requirements. That's like you talked about at that time. This is another form of playing God. We're trying to fulfill what we think are God's requirements for us. They're our requirements for God. We want to have a God of our own understanding, yes. which is based on meritocracy and doing shit and stuff like that. The God that I know is fucking for, is accepting. It's acceptance. What makes you feel awkward is you know that. Yeah. You know that the, 
the kingdom of heaven is wide open. You know it. But that that which is playing God wants to make it like a fucking test at school. Yeah. Have you been good? Like, you know, the Santa Claus is going to give you a present if you've been a good kid. It's the same, same. Yeah. Do you believe that to meet God, it has to be a clean place? No, we believe that. Do, do, is it true that the, I just, I just, I, I, I. Ay, ay, ay. All the... <laughs> uh, whatever. It's just, once you get a flavor of it, there'll be more revealed about this, this, this one little maneuver that the head does. The head is playing God with God. The head is playing God a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Take a chance and don't. Mm -hmm. yeah. It doesn't change the fact that you're awake. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. You know, it's like who's going to punish you for not doing anything? It's not whatever we call God, it's you. <laughs> that would be true. That would yeah. be true. There you go. So, there you go. All Trusting, right. Uh, All right. Self. Yes, this is going to grow. It's not, there's not more seeing, there's seeing more. Yeah. There's already plenty of awareness. Mm -hmm. Just become aware of more stuff that you used to look from. And that, that awareness of that stuff informs you of that's why there was no possibility of relief. That's the bondage of self. And now you have a, a living illustration of this term that we speak about quite a lot in recovery, which is bondage of self. You now have an intimation of what it means in your own experience, what the bondage of self means. And you can recognize it by the solution. From the solution, the solution is what informs you of the problem. Yeah. When you're relieved of the bondage of self, you'll see the bondage of self. When you're in the bondage of self, you don't see the bondage of self. That's part of the bondage of self. Yes. Yeah. So yes. We're on this beautiful... Uh, something has given us a new target and is propelling us that way. Yeah. You're not the captain. You can look out the windows. You can see the scenery and fucking enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. All right. You don't have to keep your eye on the road. <laughs> Something's driving the bus and it ain't you. Okay. <laughs> and hopefully it That's ain't right. you. Oh, hallelujah. Very good. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. you. No thank, thank you, Emerson. Kurt Z has his hand up. Oh, Kurt, I haven't seen Kurt in a while. How are you? Hey, buddy. Yeah, it's been uh, well, some medical things, but no big deal. Um, yeah, Emerson, thanks for that question. And thanks for all the questions, too. You know, I want. I just wanted to share this thing. I was talking to someone the other day. 
And in the big book, it says, our actor is self-centered. And I said to this person, I, I read it, I said it, you know, very clearly. And then I said, that is not you. Yes. Do you get that? That is not you. And it's that whole, like you said, I could never see the problem from the mental narrative. I just couldn't see it. I mean, it had to be from a completely different viewing platform. And I just appreciate you sticking to this message and this, because I didn't hear it in AA either. And it's, not, it's nice to have a community that you can come to and push up against this. Um, it's, it's not an idea, but this energy. So this can kind of evolve in people. And that, that's what I tell people. People go, I don't know what he's talking about. I said, just go and listen and listen and to push up against this thing. And eventually that, you know, we, I always say truth will be cited. It's not thought about. It lands, you know. Yes. So I just appreciate it, and I've I miss coming. And uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks. Well, you never leave, Kurt. So that's always good. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Kurt. Oliver's up next. Hello there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your questions. Uh, Paul, I have a short question about step seven or, you know, just bringing stuff to uh, six and seven, which in my case could maybe be the situation similar to ones that the one that I had today uh, it, about uh, having some sort of resentment against the behavior that my um, brain perceives as this incredibly stupid and raw and not dignified and it was done by my colleague at work and how could somebody even how could anybody even do that to somebody else behind his back and um, you know uh, bringing only that you know that feeling uh, that that alone seems a little bit you know just too much faith in the self in uh, in a um, in that realm, in the mental, uh, and all that influence, you know, um, bringing only that to step six and seven does make sense, but uh, uh, it does sort of ignite some sort of spiritual materialism inside of me, similar to, you know, just uh, what we perceive as classical prayer as well. Um, um, you know, but uh, it says, uh, uh, something along the in in the very text of uh, seven step prayer, it says, you know, my Creator, I'm not willing that you should uh, have all of me, you know, good and bad, and uh, that kind of reminded me of uh, some of you guys probably heard about, you know, Sedona method, in which they also it's kind of a method of letting go. And uh, which also, you know, the opposite scenario in which, in this case, I react much more positively to what happened, to that backstabbing, uh, much more cooler. And, uh, you know, 
bring that something completely opposite also to six seven together with this resentful mind my resentful uh, occupation and reaction that i had because of this event all that together good and bad you know the both options the both possible options they could both be actually you know produced by mental state technically right so uh, you know bringing all that both together to actually to six and seven and for me it seems to be working a little bit better you know bringing that you know kind of both options there well that's the key if it's working better go use it that way yeah mm-hmm. using the good and bad to me it's more of just the spirit of uh not sitting on the egg and starting to try to manage and control it no matter what that egg is it's just passing on the egg to something else good or bad yeah 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 thanks oliver yeah thank you i think michael has a question someone chatted in yeah yeah hey paul I got a message in the chat. Uh, let me read it to you, please. It's from uh, from a member here. It says, hey, Paul, when I have thoughts saying, why do I still show up at AA meetings if I don't have a sponsor or willing to do the 12 steps? I am my own worst enemy, meaning negative thoughts run throughout my brain. I wish I could understand your message, but I love listening to it. I go to the therapy, practicing what's suggested. I kind of do that at meetings too but I feel less than if I'm not doing the 12 step work. Good to see you, Paul. Well, yeah, well, then the simple solution is just to do the work. Yeah. Doing the work is gonna occupy that which you're not so a lot of stuff can be moved around it's sort of like the person who you're living with will will not let you rearrange the living room and you stop arguing with that you just get it you tell them that uh hey i have a free ticket to a movie and then he goes to the movie and while they're he's out of the way the uh the living room can be rearranged yes so most of this stuff is really about you know, sending the head around the corner for a half an hour for things to happen. <laughs> so yeah, just go to the meeting. It doesn't matter if you do anything or not. The meeting will keep you at least uh, in that jet stream and then ask for the willingness. I'm just speaking out of AA frame ask for the willingness to practice the program. It's not for the rest of your life, though it may end up looking that way. It's for today or for, you know, till 12, <laughs> till lunch or whatever. <laughs> sort of get the, get the momentum going in another direction or allow it to go in another direction. And just like it's easy just to keep listening to the thoughts, it will become easy not to listen to the thoughts. It will because there'll be a loss of interest in them, yeah? You're not gonna be trying to not listen to the thoughts. 
the program will produce that effect or actually the power in the program. All you do is follow what we follow. Yeah. And do what we do. And you're going to sort of quote unquote, express what people express who have done the program, hopefully in ease and comfort. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You see the, you see an aspect of the thought system that it seems to be negative and whatever. Yeah. Do you want to respond to that and try to work that out? Or do you want to just do the work of AA? I think it's much better because truly what wants to do all the study and the, and the work to get make the self better than self is self. Yeah. So we want to send that around the corner so life can continue for a while, unimpeded by its opinions and its uh, interventions. Yeah. So there you go. That's why service is so important because you get out of, you know, it's sent around the corner for a half an hour and then you feel a lot of shit you never feel when it's present. And so you start adding two and two, it equals four. You realize, Jesus, as long as I'm there, I don't seem to get what I want. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, any next one? It yeah, looks like, uh, thanks, thanks, Michael. Um, Goran, Goran, from Sweden. Oh, Joran. Joran. Yeah, perfect. Hi, Paul. Hey. Thanks for service. Um, I was thinking about the, the, you talk a lot about the action figure. Is that like when I see, uh, it seems like I see a Joran sometimes in the future doing a lot of stuff. And it seems like, uh, there is a Yaron in the past doing a lot of stuff, but it's like uh, yesterday the head talked a lot about the action figure and there was some, um, some, some not fear, but some anxiety around it. But somehow um, it dawned on me, that's not me, you know, <laughs> that's not me running around doing a lot of shit in the future, you know, that could happen and it could be this and that. So yes. when when you talk is that when you, when you talk about the action figure is that the action figure or or yes, yes. Yeah. the action yeah. figure is the object that's thought about which is the body yes so that's the action mm. now is the body doing shit no but doing happens through the body yes mm. yeah so I call that the action figure based on my growing up in America and. It had dolls that would have uh, be an action figure, and then you could get uh, a company dolls to go with the action figure. So I just like that imagery. I had the big gym. I think yes, I want to. I don't know go. if he was an American guy, but but we had him in Sweden. Big gym. It was. Uh, <laughs> I it was it. big gym in America, and it was Sven. Uh, Sven in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 you, you, like and it's strange, you know, Paul, I listened to you for several years, but it seems like now it's so clear, it's like it's super clear. It's yeah. I it's it's but but earlier when I listened to it, I liked all your talks. I always did, but it seems like there was someone in there who gonna apply everything you say. You know? 
Yes. I'm gonna apply this. <laughs> and I understand that's the that's the fault in, in the whole system, yeah. I guess. Well, that's a testament to sticking around. Because that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in I'm not in this for instant gratification because it very <laughs> rarely comes. It's usually after a few years, someone gets in touch with me and says, I really get what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the results. I have faith in the message. So, yeah. And it's so interesting. You put it so well when you said, like, being someone is that's the effort. That's like the constant work. That, and, and it's, it's, excuse me, language. It's fucking hard work to be someone, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's tiresome. It's tiresome. It sure is. It's exhausting. <laughs> you could call it like a, a misuse of resources yes. yeah, yeah 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 i mean really so, you're occupied by thoughts well they're always held as yours if they occupy you really mm. occupied by thoughts of yesterday and tomorrow uh you know how difficult it is to avoid we, we have contact through six gates right now. Mm. Feeling, hearing, seeing, tasting, touching, and noticing thoughts. That's six anchors to this moment. <laughs> you, you have to, only a great amount of faith could, could override these six anchors of being here now and occupy us with yesterday and tomorrow. That yeah. is no thing could move that faith is the only thing that could move that so there is faith an inordinate amount of faith in the mental activities here and that faith has us being more affected by yesterday and tomorrow than the moment right now yeah mm. that's mind-boggling that is mm. unbelievable talk about miraculous in uh not in an expansive way. That's a miracle. That's a miracle because we have six gates. There's six yeah. seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and then noticing thoughts. I mean, there's six demonstrations of, of awareness. We're being aware, we're aware of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and thoughts. There's six anchors to right now. And yet, most of us are on fucking cruise liners of yesterday and tomorrow. <laughs> it just blows my mind. That's why we always joke around that, you know, if you look at the surveillance cameras, you always hear your head sitting there, I'm not here, but you are here. Yes, there's no escape. That's the good news. The head just tells you there is. Yeah, and we... Yeah. And something comes after that to the gates of hell. In an, in, an, in an addictive way, we run after that possibility that it could be different. We run after that to the gates of hell. Yeah, because we're not even responding to what's happening. We're reacting to a reaction, really. We're on like two different delay mechanisms. We're out to lunch. And then something tells us how lunch was. 
<laughs> we don't even fucking we, we don't even get the eating of the food. It tells us, oh, that was a great lunch around seven at night. Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, oh great one. Thank you. Throw throw me a bone. Yes. Come on. <clears throat> so the whole idea of look at where your feet are in AA is to try to root you in the in the moment because somehow the six anchors aren't working. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. So this is easy, very easy. I, I don't have to practice acceptance. If I just see what I'm seeing, yeah, hmm. that's the acceptance. It's the easiest thing in the world. But when we, we use acceptance as a topic in thousands of meetings, and it seems incredibly difficult but acceptance is just seeing things as they are right now, basically. That, how, how could that be so difficult unless we're starting from somewhere else? Yes? Acceptance. I'm accepting, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not hoping anyone who's not here to be here, and I'm not hoping anyone who's here not to be here. It's just the easiest thing in the world to accept all of you in all of the squares you're in. It's when I want it to be different, yes? And who wants it to be different? That I that says it wants it to be different isn't us. Yeah, it's fucking, it's just an imagined activity that likes to take us down dead end roads quite a lot. And then we get left with our own devices and we still don't see it. And the next time it pulls up, we get in for the next journey and on and on and on. So, hey, perhaps there's a better way or let's say a different way. What is that? Trusting the infinite, you'll know that, but usually how you arrive there is seeing, losing interest in the trusting of the finite, really. That's how you see it. Yeah. So yes, you're on. Thank you. And thank, thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Paul. I don't. <clears throat> I don't see any hands, but I just want to give a quick shout out and a quick story to Christian in Minneapolis. So I was at an AA meeting, and uh, I, I ended my little share with "What you're looking for is what's looking." And this guy who I didn't know, never saw before, comes up to me and goes, "Hey, do you listen to Paul Hederman?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." He goes, he's my sponsor. I go, I just said, bullshit. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna call him right now. Called you. And um, yeah, that was my kind of uh, first time I got to talk to you. Not that you remember, but you probably remember because I keep telling the story over and over again. But Christian, uh, how's Minneapolis? You got anything to say or end us with? I just got voicemail as always with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Benign neglect, right, buddy? <laughs> what the hell? Most it's good people, to see you. Most people, if they want to talk to me, they call Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> That's working now. Yeah. Nice. Actually, we're, 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 we're going to do a four step workshop in April under the format of, you know, an hour and, you know, Four week yeah. course, kind of like what you used to what you used to do in the nineties. So yeah, yeah, great, great, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good to see you, bro. It's all passing it on. It's a lovely little, yeah, yeah.
uh, it's and again, uh, that which is passed on, it doesn't matter if it's picked up or not. It's the passing it on. Yeah, this is the point. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Christian. It's always great to see you, man. I could tell stories about Christian where there was a demonstration of not trusting the finite self, which was profound, very powerful, but I won't go there today. But yeah, Christian definitely had the sincerity and now he's he's established in certain conditions based on that yeah <clears throat> they're all like forks okay. in the road in aa where it can be a it can be one of those moments where it's really distinctly different what you're going to be trusting either the, the infinite or the finite mm -hmm. and i'll tell you if you lean into the infinite you'll probably have 35 years of sobriety <laughs> you'll have a long time because uh, you'll be in the habit of being sober. Yeah, you will. I remember, I'll give you one little story if you have a minute. I was looking at a, in my own life, I was looking at a car to buy. And so obviously I took advantage of having the car from someone in AA and I drove down to Santa Cruz, which is about an hour from San Francisco. On the way back, there was a very treacherous road called Highway 17. It was a mountainous road and it started to rain. And I, uh, I had an accident. I hydroplaned and ran into the, the railing and I was stopping traffic and people were sort of like almost hitting things and shit like that. And I was, my head just said, I'm just going to fucking just run. Yeah. And I said, no. And I pulled over to the rest area and all these other cars that had hit each other or something pulled over. And I waited for the cops and the fire department and they came and this big crescendo was building like in a big orchestra. And then the cops says, does anyone want to say anything? And everyone said, no. And they, he looked at all the underneath of the cars and he says, okay, everyone can go. <laughs> and so my idea was to drive to the next exit hide in the woods, maybe park in a driveway and, and lay low for a few hours and then get back on 17 and go home. But I did the, I did the right thing and nothing fucking happened. There was no lawsuits, nothing. And the funny thing is I had a voice recorder because we were voice recording these old forts that workshops. And so I, I told the, I reported this event immediately i because it was profound i sincerely had done what i would not have done before and that that was the beginning of getting established in this new way of life yeah yeah so honor honor the effects of recovery and they will probably promote more effects of recovery yeah so all right i'm going to uh Say goodbye. Christian, always love seeing you, man. Thank you for showing up. Uh, we got Yoran in Sweden, Emerson, Long Beach, Kerry, as always, Hawaii, John S. in Florida, Bill, Churchman, Al, Vegas, Michael. I feel, I'd say, I say where everyone is because it gives me a feeling like I'm traveling <laughs> while well, I'm just staying home. Uh, 
uh, Michael, Stacy, Madeira. I don't know if I travel there, but maybe. let's see. If Michael was there, I would. Uh, Walter and uh, Holland. Walter, I got your uh, some information from you. Yeah, thank you. Chris, Chris T, Mickey, the Madeira, oh, the matriarch of Madeira. Yeah. Giselle from Las Vegas, John K, J, Jed, whatever, he's he's here now. Hallie, nice to see Hallie. Sally, always thank you. Chris, as always. Steve from San Diego, Roman. Oh, you know, we're going to be having the retreat this year in October in Sicily. It's up on the website. We're going to have more details, but we're going to have another, another gathering. It was amazing last year, so uh, hope you can uh, attend, and we'll be putting it out there for the next few months, probably. So nice to see Roman. I'm hoping to see him there. We got Christian, Joseph in France, Kurt Z. Hoping, feeling you're better, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. Miranda, nice to see Miranda. Yes. We got Mia. She's somewhere, San Diego, I imagine, somewhere. We got Oliver in Berlin. Uh, let's see, we've got Ryan, Anu, Gil, Christine, Andrew, Jeff P. down Southern Cal, Kaiser, he's in Los Angeles. Nice to see Kaiser. Celia, nice to see her. Bruce, as always, Annette, Chris in Mammoth Lakes. Oliver again. All right. I think I, we covered the bases. Hey, thank you, everyone. And uh, Saturday, it's all in the website, Zen Bitch Slap event page, all the Zooms and the live things. We're going to plan on soon going back east in late May, early June to go to uh, Massachusetts and New Jersey and New York and stuff, Pennsylvania. All right. All right. See you. Bye bye. Thanks, Paul.